keep your health up, keep your love up, set your targets, hit them and relax. <laughs> I'm Shadi Kim and this is Orange Journal. What is it called when you know that you should do something, but you don't want to do it? So, you know, let's say you, you're you on a business course, you're in business school and your course administrator says to you, in order for you to excel in business, you have to know your target market. And in order to know your target market, you have to do market research. But you have experience with market research in the past and you know that you hate it. You hate market research. I mean, it's incredibly boring, it's tiresome and it seems never ending. On top of that, you're not even sure if all this information that you're seeking for and gathering is even relevant or necessary. The business and who you want to help by doing it is important to you. You know that much, but you just hate market research. Even the sound of the words alone makes your underarm sweat. You know, it's just, it's that annoying to you. So instead of doing this market research, this, this thing that you don't want to do, but you know you have to do, right? You just go and watch TV or YouTube videos for seven hours. But while you're watching it, the thoughts of market research is tormenting you because you're like to yourself, you know, I should really be doing this right now, but I don't want to do it. So, so instead, because you don't like how you feel when you hear the words, when you think about the tasks that you have to do, you just watch two more hours of TV. What is this called? This is called procrastination and this is the word that a lot of us dislike so much and we don't want to be associated with it but in today's episode I want to explore that a bit because it may reveal something. Let's look into what some psychologists say about procrastination. Don't you just hate that word though? You know, it just seems so accusatory. It seems like it's accusing you of not doing something or not doing enough. I mean, nobody wants to be called a procrastinator. For me, when I think of procrastination and, you know, somebody's telling me that I'm procrastinating, I'm assuming that they're calling me lazy and I don't like laziness. But this isn't about me and my feelings towards the word procrastination, which is completely irrational. But um, let's look at what some psychologists say. Some psychologists believe that when we procrastinate, it is how we relieve stress or, you know, anxiety associated with the thing that we know we should do, but we don't want to do. And this makes a lot of sense. If you think back to that task, that very important task that you had to do, let's use the um, the business school example, you know, on your course, you have to do some market research, but the words market research alone just makes your underarm sweat. Like it's, 
you hate it so much that just thinking about it, your body reacts, you know, you're stressed, you're anxious because you don't want to do it. So you will do anything, anything at all. You would, you know, watch Netflix for seven hours, you know, with breaks in between, you'll do anything just to avoid doing this task, right? Because you just don't want to be stressed. You want a nice, easy life, right? So what's this, what this is revealing to me is that when you procrastinate, it doesn't always mean that you're being lazy because you could mop your floors three times and wash all the doors and the windows in your house and cook an elaborate meal and call your friends and advise them on how to get out of their own rut or, you know, go for a drive with some friends or family members or you know, service your car, wash your car, you will do anything, right, other than this task, so it's not that you're lazy, it could just be the fact that you're avoiding stress, you're avoiding a situation that causes you a certain level of anxiety. So with that perspective in mind, how can we manage stress in a way that avoiding it all the time won't cost us what we deeply desire or make decisions that if continued in the long run won't support us? Well, the first thing that I'll say to that question is, if you have to, take some time out. Let's say, you know, you take out one hour, you're gonna do one hour where you're just not gonna think about it or do anything about it. Instead, you're going to engage perhaps in a hobby because this will give you a sense of immediate peace and calm, right? Because you're doing something that you enjoy. But what if you're, you know, what if you enjoy writing? Well, writing is a great way to actually deal with the stress because imagine when you're just thinking in your head alone. When you're thinking in your head alone and you're trying to solve the problem, let's say you're trying to understand why you don't like market research, but then at the same time, you're trying to find ways to motivate yourself or encourage yourself to do it in a way that is both effective and efficient. Well, whilst you're trying to think about this, you may be bombarded by another thought. Oh, well, what's what's so-and-so up to on Instagram? Or, you know, what's in my cupboard, even though you opened it three times already and nothing has changed from the third time, but you're just curious, you know, you may be bombarded by so many other thoughts that collide that you're not able to think one thought through to a desirable end or to even get to the solution that you want. So writing, writing your thoughts down, it's a great exercise of problem solving because you can only really have one thought at once when you're writing because you have to think about what's going on in your head, make it make sense as you're writing it, right? So it's a great way to just get some clarity on what it is that you are stressed about and trying to find solutions to overcome that. The second thing I would say is perhaps do some exercise, you know, get your pulse racing. If you're anything like me, 
exercise working out is not stress relieving at all i mean some people say that they feel so pumped and optimistic you know like when they get up in the morning and they work out they just feel so energized and they're ready to take on the world you know but for me the only thing i'm ready to take on after an intense workout is a nap honestly, you know, but for some people it works. For me, I would rather go for a really long walk, slow or brisk, and and that will do me. <laughs> but if exercising works for you to relieve stress, then you may want to engage in that as well. The third thing I would say is, what if you don't have time to do the other two things that I mentioned? What if a decision has to be made in the here and now? Well, you could do something very simple and that is breathe. Pause and take long, deep breaths. This may sound a bit like a useless exercise, it may sound a bit airy-fairy, but if you observe your body, the next time that you're feeling stressed or a bit of anxiety, observe your body and see what's happening. You may notice that your breath has quickened. Your breath has quickened because you're stressed, you're feeling anxious. But if you take slower breaths and deeper breaths, you may calm yourself down and relieve that stress. You know, you may notice that your shoulders are raised and you may want to unclench your shoulders. You may, you may want to unclench your jaws. You may want to separate um, your eyebrows that are so pushed together that they meet in the middle. <laughs> you know, these are all things that can happen when you're stressed. So notice that and breathe, breathe deeply and relax. And then once you've done that, focus all your energy into that given task, not the whole task, but just that one step that's important at that moment. Focus and give your all your energy into that. And, you know, for any given time, whether it's one hour, you're gonna do it for one hour, whether you're gonna do it for half an hour, you breathe and give your task the focus that it needs to get done. And the fourth and final thing I would say or suggest is minimize the clutter, you know, and that goes for physical untidiness. And it also goes from the clutter from consuming hours of social media or watching YouTube videos or watching Netflix. Sometimes that causes a lot of clutter in our um, mental environment. And that clutter can often feed indecision because they are distractions so not saying that you shouldn't have breaks and just be a consumer for a little while but let it be a little while not all day every day at the expense of things that are actually important to you so declutter is my fourth and final suggestion that is it from me today i know today's episode was nice and brief but um, if you are finding these episodes useful, then subscribe or follow, whichever one it is, subscribe to or follow 
Orange Journal on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud. And if it's your first time here today, then you can go and find Orange Journal on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud and you can see a full list of episodes where you can catch up. Thank you for allowing me to share with you today. And until next time, bye.